Welcome to The Confidence Project. My name is Liam and I have made it my mission to skyrocket your confidence across body, mind and everything in between. I want this podcast to inspire you so that you have the self-belief and motivation to become the best version of yourself. Thank you so much for listening and embarking on what's going to be an incredible journey for the both of us. Let's take you from where you are now to where you want to be. Yes, legends, we are back for another episode. Thank you as always for tuning in. You know it means the world to me. And today we've got quite a special one and quite a significant one really because a few weeks ago marked my one year anniversary in the high performance coach. So for anybody who doesn't know or isn't aware, I have my own coaches who look after me as a person, as a coach, as a business owner and as an athlete. And they are the ones who have made me who I am today really. They are the ones who gave me confidence in myself and we did a little bit of brainstorming and this is how the confidence project came about and I really wouldn't be where I am today without them so I owe them so much more because they have really saved my life in essence and they've taken me from a place that I never want to go again to a place where maybe at one point I could only have dreamed of so a few weeks ago Joe one of my coaches sat me down and we did a little interview via zoom um and with the rest of the, the high performance coaches watching on and, and you know, giving feedback and things. And it was pretty special, really. And we had a good hour just chatting over Zoom about where I was and where I am now and what's changed. And the things that were shared just made me feel, well, confident, really. It made me feel so good in myself. And like I say, the things that I have achieved and the, the obstacles that I've overcome, it really put things into perspective. And the main thing I want you to know is a lot can change in a year. And this is why I want to share it with you guys on my platform, my podcast. So, like I say, it was just a chat via Zoom. I just want you to know that some of the things I will share and some I won't. So I have cropped little bits out so it will be a little bit of a a highlight reel because some things warrant sharing and, and equally I want this to be quite concise. I don't want you to listen to me waffling on for absolutely ages. Um, And some things, you know, have... And not for your ears, really. For, you know, it's not the right place or right time. Um, but yeah, the point is, I really hope that you can get something out of this and just know that if you are struggling with something, whatever that may be, then I've been there. Um, whether it's something similar or different, I know where it feels like to struggle. I know where it feels like to burn out. I know where it feels like to feel like failing. And thankfully, it was the high performance coach that opened the door for me and, and showed me the way out and sort of said, look, it doesn't have to be like this. You are capable of far more. You have such potential. The sky's the limit. And dare I say, at this time, at this moment in time, I am sat on cloud nine. I think that's a really fair way of looking at it. So hopefully you enjoy it. If you've got any questions or any feedback, please let me know on the back of this. But yeah, happy listening. Enjoy it. Let me know your thoughts. Today, we are joined by the incredible Mr. Liam Swells. Uh, we haven't done a success session in a little while, uh, and that's not for like any other reason that we were just now looking, obviously, really much doubling down and focusing and prioritizing on uh, what's the content that you now need specifically, and how do we now make sure that we can give you what you need when you need it, most importantly. Uh, but today's uh, session is going to be a very special session because these success sessions have got absolutely nothing to do with um, the aesthetics, the athletics, the financial kind of... Um, 
fruits um, and or the number of clients that said person is now working alongside. It's got absolutely everything to do with the journey, the character, the position that they now were in uh, to where they are right now and what they've been able to build, develop and, uh, and ultimately grow and come through. And I believe that everybody um, should be kind of aspiring towards working towards uh, one of these kind of success sessions and or kind of mini hot seats that we're now going to look at putting on because we believe that everybody's got such a powerful story to share, uh, which is going to be um, yeah incredible for us moving forward. Uh, team, I want to welcome and introduce you to uh, the very special uh, Confidence King, Mr. Liam Swales. Uh, Liam, this is your opportunity, mate, for you to be able to kind of tell your story, your journey, and uh, mate, for you to recognize and realize that this is your space and your place. And uh, mate, uh, this next 45 minutes or so is just going to be a chance for you to be able to share uh, where you were, where you are right now, and hopefully leave the guys in a better place uh, because of what it is that you've now been through. So for those of... Um, individuals that aren't inside that haven't been inside the high performance coach long and or don't know who you are dude um who is liam swells and who do you currently work with well firstly thank you so much for having me it means the absolute world so my name's liam and my program is the confidence project and we take individuals um whether that's in face or online um across their best self and in turn they become their most confident self that is the aim of the confidence project superb dude and i want you to take me back to uh the call that we first initially had which actually wasn't which actually wasn't 13 months ago it was actually two years ago <laughs> yeah, yeah it feels like a lifetime then um so way back then i was working as a teaching assistant um minimum wage it was quite an easy job really uh, i enjoyed it and i just started personal training maybe as a bit of a side hustle would maybe call it um and I just, I didn't know really where to turn or what to do or what direction I wanted to take it. Like I said, it was just something I enjoyed doing. And obviously we jumped on a call. I'd been pointed in your direction and I loved everything you had to say, mate, but it just wasn't the right timing for me. So moving on from that, I stuck with this job at school. It was great, but it, it just wasn't what I wanted. I mean, I had a girlfriend that I wanted to propose to. We were, were looking at houses there was just nothing to it. And when lockdown eventually kicked in, that was my calling to pursue this PT in a little bit more. So fast forward to when lockdown was over, I built up a, a really good client base to the point where I went full time and, and I felt like I was doing really, really well. But then I overdid it typically. So I'd been full time PT for nearly a year and I just took on every single person possible. Didn't care what they looked like, what they wanted. Because I, I was just very, sounds really selfish, money-orientated. My logic was if I didn't work, I didn't get paid. So I was bringing everyone through the door, overdid it, overshot it. And I was just in a position where I thought, what the fuck am I doing now? Like, I just, I cannot do this anymore. I'm burning out. I'm depressed. And it got to the point where, again, in hindsight, it sounds very selfish, but I just didn't care about the clients, their needs. I was just getting them in through the door and out and looking at the money and thinking, great. And I realized that there was no money, no price, no value that you could put on it that would make me happy. And there was just nothing. It just wasn't worth it. And I lost that fulfillment that I'd initially gained throughout lockdown. And this trajectory that had gone sky high just plummeted and the turning point for me to come back for Mr. JP round two was actually listening to Troy's podcast over on your Spotify. And he said, look, I gave this man my last pound and it's changed my life. And I thought, well, if this man's done it, then that's me. I just, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to invest in myself. So when we got a call and here we are, mate, one year later, I've been in the HPC for one year and it's been 
bloody incredible. <laughs> Dude, I think even just being able to share that you've uh, been kind of like money focused and actually having the courage to be able to be just open and honest about that, I think is incredible because I think as always, like, uh, that's the very thing that makes the world go around. Fundamentally, mate, you've got to now be able to create that safety and that security. And I think that's huge. And I think for you now recognizing and realizing that um, that now wasn't enough and there was no sum of money that was going to now make you feel a certain way uh, was in- is incredibly powerful. Out of curiosity, because I think this is so um, prevalent. We obviously had a call a year prior and then we had a call kind of 12 months later. Between the year prior and then obviously 12 months later, like what was the difference and what was the shift? You said obviously 12 months before you weren't ready. And then obviously when we had that call, then you were, what was the thing that now shifted and changed for you? Because I think so often when we have calls with prospects or we have like conversations with individuals that may be, and I knew that mate, we could change your life. I knew that we could change the game for you, not because <laughs> of what we could do, but because of the platform that I knew that you could then facilitate and grow into um, yourself. But like what shifted and changed for you within that kind of period? And why did you then come back to us? Was it simply Troy's podcast or were there other components that w- were considered? I think I'd be guilty of saying I thought I could do it by myself on the initial call. You gave me the energy. You you gave me the joking. I'd got a taste of it. And I thought, well, maybe I'll take on board what you said. Obviously, you've gave me some wisdom on the back of it, regardless of whether I came on or not. So it started quite well, and it just increased that self-belief. But you can only go so far by yourself. And the more clients I picked up, the more I was thinking about sort of going full time and and pursuing this properly the the more difficult it got the more lost i felt is maybe the best way of looking about it there was more pieces of the puzzle to connect and i just i couldn't find my ass on my elbow really and i just got to the point where i thought you you can't do this by yourself and my issue is both my dad and stepdad are self-employed and, and it's fair in saying they're pretty successful but again they are very you've got to get the money and they, they didn't understand the industry you know, they're not PTs, they don't, they can't relate to the clients and things like that. So I didn't really feel like I had anywhere to turn. And then I always obviously followed you and, and all the work you did. And the more I followed and and the further, sorry, the closer I wanted to get to it really. And it just drew me closer. It was that attraction there. It was always in the back of my mind, whatever you said lasted. Um, so, I, so I knew I needed help. And I think initially it was stubbornness, but like I said, I think it hit the point, and I don't know if this sounds a lot to other people, but I did like a week of like maybe 12 to 14 sessions a day, and just at the end of that week, I just thought, oh, bollocked. I just thought, there was crap sessions. No one got anything out of it. Are you really going to live the rest of your life like this? Um, you know, there's no money that can make you happy, so just invest in yourself. Ask for help. I mean, what what's the worst that can happen was the logic, really, and, and obviously it's the, the best decision I've genuinely ever made, so... Yeah, the tipping point was just stop being so stubborn. Yeah, amazing, dude. And I even remember on that second call that we had, um, there was still even a lot of resistance, even initially. Obviously, on the second call, then the second conversation that we had, even a year on, there was even left to listen to the obviously the podcast with Troy. Uh, even obviously going through what you've just now uh, spoke about, like there was still even a, a high degree of resistance, even to actually now just kind of uh, cutting the umbilical cord and making that decision and making that choice. And the reason. <laughs> I bring that up is because you think about like now buyer safety, you now think about the prospects, you now think about bringing people obviously into your world. And it's like, it took what Liam, but two, two, probably two plus years, plus then two conversations. And then actually in the final call that we had, like for me, just to be like a little bit more direct and be like, dude, like we need to fucking do this. Um, <laughs> even though you were so resistant towards it and point being, it's just not as simple and as easy as, um, okay, somebody now puts a hand in the air and you go and work with them. Again, it's like 
that patience and the relationship and the connection that you now build, which is so integral for you to get to the point where you're like, yep, yeah, okay, um, I'm ready, uh, which is a credit and a testament to you, dude, which is absolutely phenomenal. So, mate, when you came in, what would you say the kind of like instant return was in terms of how you felt or what did you now see as soon as you were able to take that first step? I felt like, and I said this to Ben the other day, I just felt like I had an arm around my shoulder just guiding me through and, and that's how I work best. I just need someone to tell me, look, it's going to be okay. You can do this. You are not by yourself. Because like I said, I was very, very isolated. No one that I really knew could relate to my industry, my role. And I just felt that actually I was now in a position where every person in here had gone through something very similar. And obviously yourself experiencing that burnout, obviously maybe to a different degree, but I was pretty much there. I was burning out and I thought, well, look how well not only Joe's done, but every single client he's worked with, everyone that's part of the HPC, they've gone from where they are then at one point to the highest of highs. You know, they've gone from rock bottom to cloud nine. And and I just felt like actually there was maybe light at the end of the tunnel and there was something, you know, I wanted to be in this job for a reason. I enjoy it. It's a very rewarding job, but there was just so much fog and X, Y, and Z in front of it. I just couldn't see it. And I feel like the HPC just initially went, cleared it, and that was it. Amazing, buddy. So good. Before we get into some principles across person, coach, athlete, and business, I want you just to touch upon briefly uh, the power and the impact that uh, like Ben, Dan, uh, Troy, and now, of course, Jen um, has had on you. Uh, because obviously, when you first initially came in, um, it was just me and Troy. And now, obviously, it's kind of like grown, like obviously grown and evolved. And obviously, I know the relationship you've built with them has been absolutely formidable. What impact has obviously the team like as a whole had on had on Liam Swales? I guess everyone's unique. You all have your own niche and therefore I can come to the HPC um, and obviously use the turbo chat to my advantage if I need to be maybe more, get more energy, let's say. I might be coming to Joe if I need some help with my training or I'm currently suffering with an injury, I'll go to Dan. If I need some compassion, I'm going to go to Ben. And if I just need maybe a bit of a kick up the ass and actually the ability to answer my own question, I'm obviously going to come to Troy. And then obviously, Jen, I know we haven't had a chance to speak yet, but I know you can help me along with the relationship I'm building with clients and stuff. And I think it's just so important that I initially, I initially bought into Joe. I followed you for, like I said, two plus years. And now it's Joe times five plus everyone else in the HPC. It's not even just you guys. It's every single person on this call, every hundred plus people in that group that actually makes it what it is. So maybe you funneled your way into like a, a much bigger picture and, and it's not just now Joe Parrish, it is the high performance coach and that's what's been a real turning point for me, just leading into the process and just having a chat with all these other people who are in a really similar position. So obviously the the chat we have, our turbo chat is absolutely pivotal and it's so good to know that everyone can bring something new to it. Um, but equally every single person, coach and client in here just does equally as, as good of a job and it helps me become a better me. It's so good. Has reaching out for help always been easy for Liam or has it always been potentially a little bit of resistance <laughs> in regards to actually putting his hand in the air and being able to lean into the kind of the coaches and the people around you? I think there's always been a resistance. And again, it's it's stubborn and, and I am very stubborn at times and it, it takes a lot. And even when I know I need the help, it it's not something I would be initially wanting to do. And I think that's that comes from maybe a place of not wanting to admit that I need the help and, and thinking I just don't want to look like a bit of a fraud, that imposter syndrome, really. So I've really got to accept that, look, you know, this is where's going wrong. And if you don't lean into the process, if you don't back yourself and, and 
do something to get out of the position you're currently in and nothing will change. And that was the thought process sort of across every decision I now make, really. You are where you are because of what you've done. Are you in a good position? Yes or no? And at that time, no. So coming into it and not being so resistant, so to speak, has, has helped massively. And it, I'm, I'm still, you know, I'm still learning. I still I still shit myself when you, when you ask people questions on camera and I'm a little bit nervous coming to this, but that is where the growth is. That's a really cliche thing to say, isn't it? But, you know, if I can get comfortable with being uncomfortable and doing things like this and, and the breakout rooms and things, and that has really helped me elevate, albeit it's a little bit scary at times. Mate, amazing. Can you just chat number one in the chat box whether anything that Liam's just basically uh, communicated the last couple of minutes has just actually resonated and or related to you in terms of how you felt, whether it's now uh, obviously now being able to reach out for help, put your hand in the air actually when it is actually asking a question uh, and being okay with actually not knowing the answer and or being accepting of help. So I think as, sometimes as coaches and, and Dan put an incredible video into the group last week, it's like we all stand on the shoulders of giants. Uh, fundamentally we're not supposed to have all the answers and right now being able to put your hand in the air and lean in and even just when it is like what even is asking for help sometimes it's literally just documenting where you are hey listen this is where i am this is what's currently going on this is what's happening in my world and that's sometimes the easiest and most simple place for you to now be able to kind of start and dude i think one of the biggest reasons why you've been able to kind of grow evolve uh, so much as a man as a, a coach and as a, as a business owner uh, is because of the power for you to now be able to put your hand in the air and really maximize and utilize the level of support that's now around you uh which is again nothing other than an absolute credit and testament to you which is phenomenal so if we now have a look at dude uh one to three principles across person coach athlete and business i believe mr troy nixon is going to get his ipad up and we're going to see his it's fantastic left-hand iPad, iPad, iPad writing, uh, which is going to be, which is always a personal highlight. Way better than my handwriting as well, dude, because it'd be in red crayon otherwise. Uh, Liam, what would you say have been kind of like one to three principles across like you as a person that's now massively shifted, altered, and changed, and, and supported and helped you uh, grow and evolve? I think the first thing for me was learning to learning to love me for me, and I don't know how you can really phrase that other than that, but. I guess it's been my most authentic self is the first thing. And and when I first came into the HBC, I think I maybe struggled with comparing myself with others and not even the HBC. I think comparing myself with every other coach and, you know, every man and his dog out there, you know, every other big time child that you see on Instagram and things. And, and I think actually, you know, they're them and I'm me and if I can just accept that and learn to love my highs and lows and my traits and then just just be me and people will then buy into me and that's been the game changer really and it's it's just yeah I've got my own little quirks and traits and things but you know I've I've got to where I am because of who I am don't change and and so rather than running away from that I've run to that I've embraced it and accepted that I will get things wrong and I think that's also helped with the the past point of not being so resistant and just leaning in and saying, look, I've messed up here or I'm struggling with this. And and then I know actually that being vulnerable will help me massively. What do you believe has allowed you to have the opportunity to step more into your authentic self? I think, I think again, it's going to, it comes down to you guys, you know, I think you guys deserve all the credit where it's due. You know, it's showing the way that every single person's felt like this. That's given me then the platform to step up and say, well, so have I, you know, and it's this idea of if you want to go further, go together. So I think that's been a really big point for me um, in terms of just let, allowing me to access that. Maybe that's the best way of looking at it and, and just knowing I'm not by myself. Do you believe that you trust yourself? 
more now? Yes, massively. I'll, I'll trust myself and and I'll back myself all the way because I, I firmly believe that belief will change this world. And if I can if I can believe in myself and tell myself I can do it, then more often than not, it's right. But if I tell myself I can't do it or to step away from it or run away from it, then I know the result's not going to be there. And again, that, that leap of faith, because, you know, it's a bit of a gamble, isn't it? Sometimes doing these things and, and taking these risks, but those are the ones that, that pay off really and, and who you dares wins. And and that's what I've, you know, I've been, been brave. I've stepped up really. And I think that's really helped me. Has that allowed you to attract a better caliber of individual? And when I say caliber of individual, somebody that's now kind of more aligned to you and you've been able to find your people? Massively because, I, again, I, you guys showing me the way, I can then show them the way. And I've sort of, you know, I've been very vulnerable with them Last week, I did a post about how I fell over when I was running. I felt like a right idiot. But I had three clients text me on the back of it and said, oh, it, it's nice to know you are human. And and we always look at you as this personal trainer. But actually, you know, we, we've all fallen over. And it, it was really nice. And then, strangely enough, I had a, I had a friend that rang me. And, and he said, you know, I absolutely love you for that post. You're an inspiration. Everything you're doing, don't worry. And he described it as a bit of a Titan Fury moment, really, where he got back up. And I just thought, actually, that's... I felt like a div and I felt like I shouldn't be falling over, but I did. And then rather than shy away from it, I showed, I showed the world and, and that's helped me. And it's, it's I'm much more aligned with who I work with now and, and what I have to offer rather than just trying to be a, a general population PT, you know, just trying to work with anybody and everybody. I don't want that anymore. I want to work with people who also fall over on the runs and, and do all these things and, and aren't afraid to be themselves. And that's something we're always trying to encourage at the Confidence Project. We are, we need you as you are today. And by me learning that, I've helped learn learn that. And, and everyone's just, there's so much synergy there, which has been a game changer, really. Dude, so powerful. Absolutely incredible. And I can continue to take this on tangents, but I want to stay as, as potent as possible. So, mate, <laughs> no, number number two, what else do you believe has had a huge impact on you personally? This this point probably overlaps with what I said, but I want to inspire others. But to do that, I've got to inspire myself. So I want to set the example. So it's a case of doing the do, it's showing up, it's backing myself to be consistent not striving for necessarily perfection I guess it, again it comes down to this idea of of being consistently good rather than occasionally great and I think in doing that and just knowing I can tick the right boxes and it doesn't have to be fancy it doesn't have to come with a big shiny bow on it. it it just has to be show up as you are some days you're going to have your high days sometimes you're going to have your low days but by me being consistent and ticking those boxes being a human and and just enjoying it then that in turn sets an example to maybe the others. And then, like I say, if, if there was another version of me watching me, they'd be like, oh, yeah, great job. My future self would maybe thank me for it. And in turn, then, again, that helps the clients. And it, in, then I can be that inspiration I want to be. Have you always done this because you wanted to inspire yourself? Or has there been kind of like pre, pre, in a previous, like prior, has there been a kind of I wanted to kind of try and inspire and please and do this for others, but then you kind of really weren't doing it for yourself because you didn't maybe feel worthy, good enough, etc. Yeah, I think I think you've hit the nail on the head there, really. I think everything you've just said, I think I always obviously want to do my best, um, but I've always worked in a very in a job that gives back so my background is working in schools it's it's educating it's trying to get the best out of somebody else so I knew there was a job there for me 
Um, so I knew that by setting that example, then others would follow in the path. And, and if I can bring that out of other people, then again, it, it works quite well. But yeah, I think it's, it's, you know, it's been a tough one. Of course it has, because it's going to come with its highs and lows. But like I said before, by being that most authentic version of myself, that's then only led to a better version of myself, the one that can pave the way and set the example to me and others. Hey, awesome. Okay, point number three. Keep showing up. That it was. A, I had a good think because I knew you were going to ask for a third point and I didn't want to keep repeating myself, but it simply keep showing up. It's You're going to have your good days, you're going to have your bad days. Something we like to do is just traffic like them, green, amber, red, and... I'll always describe myself as, as Gramber, but that's absolutely fine. I think we've got that from here. But if we can keep showing up and something I've done in the past and learned from, if I've had a problem, I will bury my head in the sand. I'll shit myself and say, I just can't do it and wait for it to go away. And sometimes it does. And sometimes it only accumulates. And by not letting that happen or letting the fear or overwhelm kick in and just tackling it head on. And again, maybe that's where it comes from asking for help being myself, doing these things, it's just helped massively, absolutely massively. So I've just got to accept that, again, I am me. But if I just show up daily and take, you know, every day is a new day and we don't win or lose, we win or we learn. And, and you know, if we can just go through the highs and lows together, then that will lead to a better me, I think. If you look... Back, led to a better me, I should say. Mate, if you, if you look back to the Liam one year ago, what would you what would you say to him? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He's put me on the spot there. Um I think in terms of what? In terms of if you go back to that Liam that basically just had the call with Joe and uh I was giving you some Joe Kane and speaking at a million miles an hour with all my wavy <laughs> hand signals and everything else, and you're like, right, I'm gonna do this. Right, fuck it. I'm going to basically commit, and we're going to now step into this. What would you now go back to, and say to that Liam on on that on that kind of call? I'd say it's, this is going to be the thing that changes your life, and I'm not trying to win brownie points there, but this genuinely has been the thing for me that has taken me to a place where I never ever thought I'd ever ever go um, in a million miles. You know, in a wildest dream, you've opened the door for me to be the best me. And I didn't know what that looked like. Um, but if I said to that Liam a year ago, trust this process, trust this bloke that's talking at a million miles per hour, just back yourself to follow the process. And something he said to me was like, stay on, stay on the bus. I know that's obviously one of the, the many quotes that you've got in HPC, but if you stay on the bus and with that, it is okay not running away from your problems. Don't don't shy away. Obviously, something you said to me, you know, you said, if we're going to do it, we're going to fucking do it. And I was like, oh all right, it's got me there, fair point. I know I ran away from the call last time. So if we are going to do it, we're going to do it. And I said, look, whatever happens, whatever financial problem you might run into, you know, deal with it later on. Just trust this process. And and straight from the off, it was like a oof, game changer, absolute game changer. So, yeah, it was um, it, it was the best decision I've ever made. So I would say to myself, just trust this man with, with your life. So good. Team, I'd absolutely love to know, apart from Troy's incredible handwriting, uh, what's, been, what's, been, what's been the biggest extraction point from that? Because I think there's absolutely gold um, and there's so, there's so much within there, mate. I'm sat here with uh, a warm, fuzzy feeling, my good friend. Uh, um, 
in terms of just like where you are and uh, the position you're now in and the level of kind of trust and the confidence and you now being able to kind of own all of you um, and what that's now allowed you to do, um, mate, is an absolute credit to you. And if I look back at the conversation and the man that you were on those kind of two prior calls to where you are just now, it brings me yeah, so much uh, joy and emotion. I'll be completely honest with you, uh, which again is is nothing other than a credit and a testament to you. We're just simply here to support and guide and provide you with a platform. It's it's you that's now been able to kind of step into um, that and do the work and turn up with delayed gratification and a desire to have the patience and um, also the acceptance of like being able to um, know that yeah you don't have all the answers and this is now going to be something we're going to have to uh, go on a journey together which is uh, incredible authentic and sharp as you are tackling problems head on run away is going to make them better uh it's gone 100 and it believed in the process takes absolute balls and courage yeah 100 mate was there a fear liam if, if you went kind of quote unquote all in and it didn't work what you'd then do there the was initially but I, I was in a position where like I said, I thought, well, what's the worst that's going to happen now? Like, you can't feel any lower than what you're currently feeling. Um, I, when we did our first call in, initially, you know, two plus years ago, yes, absolutely, there was that fear. Um, but the more I followed you and listened to what you said and digested it, the less that fear went away. And, and it was almost not necessarily... I can't say I was excited because I'd just given you my last penny. I thought, oh, God, what's going to happen here? But it was almost, I'm just going into the unknown and I'm going to take this path that I can't see because it's better than anything I've taken previously. You've taken, you've tried to take every path. You've, you've tried to do things by yourself. You're obviously, it's not working for you. So just trust something else. Do something different. Like I said, you know, by trusting the process and leaning in, that's got me to where I am. But, I, I, you know, I've had to take them steps, but you guys have, of course, opened the door for me to do just that. Am I correct, Elsie, we're not going to share the kind of the room that you went into, but am I correct in that when you had that first call with me, you then actually, we didn't go ahead, but then you actually went into a different mentorship and you went into a different room for a period of time before then you actually then came back around to, like, us. Obviously, you don't share about the room that you're in, but, um, like, what guided you that way? And then why the shift and the change then back into into this place? I did. I, I tried two things before coming back in that time. So the first small thing was I actually got myself a nutritionist, which don't ask why. I just wanted help in something. And this bloke basically gave me this meal plan and that was that. And it, it lasted for about four weeks. I thought, no, your nutrition is not your problem. And I thought that's what it was. I thought, oh, you can't do your food, things like this. I then figured... Um, I needed some help just financially. So, again, I followed um, another sort of program that was very focused on the money. And, you know, like say you see all these shiny objects on Instagram, you know, get make the first 10K in three months or whatever it's going to be. And you see it all the time, don't you? Of course, I jumped to the chance. Who wouldn't want that? And I got in. And as soon as I pressed the – I got on the call and I was like, you've already rejected one guy. You haven't gone into a coaching program. Go for it, no matter what he says. And – this they could have told me anything, and I and I just went with it because I was I panicked. I think I hit the panic button in reality. I think I was like, oh, just just do something, and then I got into it, and I couldn't commit to it. There was no time. I didn't really know what I was getting myself in for. I didn't lean into that process, and after about three weeks, I said, no, I'm I'm backing out, and and that's nothing to do with them. That's definitely on me. Just like I said, I've jumped ship into something that I 
didn't really need or want. And like I said before, what I really needed is just someone to say, look, this is okay. You know, put their arm around my shoulder. You're not doing anything wrong. We just need some help. And I don't, I don't need more money. Obviously, it always helps, doesn't it? But in reality, it's, it's not the money. And that's what I realized. That was the turning point of, well, if it's not money, what is it? And it's it's me. It's it's not a money problem. It's a, it's a me problem. And I just needed to work on myself. So I knew straight away this was the place. Obviously, I listened to not just Troy's podcast, but pretty much everything that came out and everything that said just resonated. It was like, yeah, he's talking to me. Yeah, he's got me there. He's got me against the ropes. I thought, well, why, why are you not? Why are you not working with him then? What what are you doing? Just get on with it. So I say it was scary the second time round. But I knew I was going to come on. And I think when we were exchanging messages, I was like, oh, I'll come on a call, but I might not sign up. And I thought, no, just fucking got me. Here we go. I'm coming on anyway, whatever happens. I was like, yeah, I'm doing it. But I remember he said when we sort of signed up and it was the deal was done. He was like, are you okay? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen here. So, yeah, I did try previous things, but it, it all led to this, really, is what I'm really trying to say. Right. Do you believe, mate? I think the the, the me uh, kind of um, thought process, I think, is is so powerful. Do you believe that the fact that you've now been able to work on you is actually supported and enhanced, and not solved the money problem, but is supported and grown and provided you with a better platform to then be able to generate more income to now be able to go and do get the, get the person thriving and the people and profit will follow. You you couldn't have said it better yourself, really. It's exactly that. It's the, the money that I initially wanted, you know, that big shiny object, the dream clientele, it's all there. But if that is way over here and I'm way down here, I need I need the thing that's going to take me there. And that thing is me. It's me taking those steps and it's me working on myself. Thank you very much, Jen. <laughs> Amazing, dude. So good. Let's go into the coaching side of things, mate, and let's have a look at uh, you as a coach and how you've kind of been able to kind of grow and evolve. And the thing that I'm most excited about, mate, is this, obviously, I'm, I'm going to be interested to see how the coach element is obviously going to shift, alter and change. Obviously, once you get the opportunity to spend a little bit more time with Jen moving forwards as well, because uh, I believe, mate, even the growth that we'll see, even from the, what you've learned in the last year with us and now what you're going to learn in the next three months uh, with the hot, with having uh, Jen, uh, obviously, standing shoulder to shoulder with you, I think is going to be incredible. Uh, and I'm excited for that already. But, mate, coaching, coaching-wise, uh, what are some of the key principles that have allowed you to kind of like grow and connect with your clientele and uh, become a better coach? I th- well, I think there's a degree of overlap with the person and coach, but the first one for me is be a human and not try to keep things too scripted and do almost a one-size-fits-all. It is, you are a coach, you're not a machine trying to just churn them in and out and get as much money as possible. It's just be a human. I think that was something that I realised very quickly that you, the, these people aren't getting the result that they're coming for sometimes. And it's because I didn't care about myself or them. And again, I know that's really selfish, but, you know, you learn through these things, but just sitting them down and just having a chat and almost saying, look, what do you need? Then it's been a game changer. And we've got the norm. So they're coming through the gym and we've got a plyo box. It's the first thing they'll see, which by the way, has taken out some, some shins in its time. And they'll sit down on it and it's almost become the norm of, of just having a chat. And I feel like I need a kettle in there just to be like, right, you know, how's your day been going? Um, Whereas before it was like, right, come in, stretch off. Here's what I've got for you. Da, 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 da. Off we go. Next, next, next. And I think it's been so important that sometimes I say, 
where's your head at? How's your day been at work? How are the kids? What have you been up to? You know, what? how's your headspace? That's quite a common thing that we ask. And sometimes we're going to have an hour where we just chat and we chat about the problems at work and kids and relationships and and they become so much more vulnerable but there's so much more progress and then on the back of it I say look this hour where we've just talked about your kids has been so much more powerful than you doing a 30 minute AMRAP and and trying to get one rep max PB you know in reality this is the growth this is for life we're playing a long game one hour a week doesn't represent you so I've got no problem at all having this chat with you making sure you are okay because how can you be your best self across work with as a, as a parent if if we can't look after you and, and I think just having these conversations and just connecting with these people on a much deeper level and not being afraid to ask the questions that maybe at one time I wouldn't have asked you know there's been so much transparency there's no trainer to coach it's just two friends talk, talking away and just just shooting the shit and just having a good time and the results follow and again it, it sort of comes down to you know if we can get them thriving, then the, the rest of it comes. And, and I've almost got this pyramid that we go for. If we can hit the feel-good factor, then we're going to perform better across all areas, of life, all areas of your life. And then on top of that pyramid, is it's the look, it's the aesthetics. But everyone, they almost flip it around. They almost come in for the look and they want this. But in reality, if we can't get you feeling good, then how can the rest follow? So by being a human, by connecting, then it's been a game changer for me. Mate. What impacts that had on you from a coaching enjoyment and a coaching fulfillment perspective? I love it. Absolutely love it. I wouldn't change it for the world. And and when you say why are you in coach into coaching, it's for the reward factor. Like I say, I like helping people. But me not giving a shit about them a couple of years ago and and doing these sorts of things, I wasn't helping anyone nor myself. Now I can help people. Now they've got that confidence to talk to me about all sorts of things then it's just been so good and I almost then really look forward I, well, I don't almost I do look forward to sessions that I do not wake up and think oh Christ I've got work I wake up and think right I've got I've got Joe blogs today and I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna do that and we're gonna see how her headspace is on the back of last week and our weekend's been oh I remember a kid had this pantomime she was performing in and I wonder how they're doing and again it's not just Oh, have you been to the gym? Yes, good. No, go then. It's so much deeper than that. And, and in turn, like I said, I've got a whole new bunch of friends, really, which it's always nice to hear, isn't it? It's, it's not just about the money. It's not about the how many clients you have. It's it's not about the numbers. There's no statistic or, or value you can put on them because they are invaluable. Mate, what a whole, what a wholesome conversation this is. I think we might just actually do you not, know mate. I'm gonna we just we're this gonna can we can continue this on for hours, uh, mate. So, Keep it going. So, so good. My cheeks are gonna be hurting for smiling. Um, okay. Point point number two, buddy. Um, I've got, I've got two two points, and again the overlap. I don't sound like a broken record, but being empathetic, and I think sometimes, and again. If I go back to Liam Swale's personal training, my, my initial brand, it was very much about it was very much about me and not them. So they've come to a problem, and I've always got like almost this David Goggins mindset of like, well, work harder. Like, it's not a problem. You, you don't have problems. You've got work to do. And and I didn't really, I couldn't really sympathize with it or empathize with anything and like I say once we broke those boundaries and barriers down and I learned to be a better coach and I actually learned to give a shit about people and myself of course 
then I could relate to them. And sometimes I just found that they actually need an ear to listen. They need to sit down on this plyo box and just talk to someone because they can't talk to anyone at work. The, the kids aren't going to listen to them and they just need almost that neutral ground where they can just vent. And and it's it just helps them so much. So just being that ear to listen by being empathetic, by offering that neutral word of advice or that perspective, I think it's helped me and them so much just to build that relationship. And I can buy into them so much more because they can buy into me so much more because like I said, it's friend it's a friendship that they can confide in me just as they would the best friend and and sometimes more so because like I say it's 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 me, it's the confidence project. They've got confidence in themselves to do just that. And what impacts that had on your coaching retention? Ma- massively. Um it I, I've it's only this month actually that I've lost a few clients which is it's why i was saying to lee and anastasis on the last breakout room it's just hit me a little bit harder because i haven't lost clients in ages and obviously it's you know people are going to get the job and, and come for it and i you know i have i have clients that have been with me since lockdown and yes they've stuck with me but in reality it's at least a six month retention um which is fantastic because i always say look i want you here for 90 days and if you've if you've got what you came for then great and obviously any more than that's a bonus um so it's just helps really. And like I said, they don't feel like they're paying a, a trainer. They don't, the cost isn't even a thing for them anymore. It's just a case of like I said, they show up and we spend time together. And it's it's not just that one hour a week. It is having that 24 seven support, whether it's fitness related or not. Whether, I, say, I would say, look, if you're having a crap day at work, just text me, just let me know and, and let's just chat it out. Or we go for dog walks and things like that. And, and in turn, like I said, they are, the bat, they've bought into the confidence project and the result, not a one-hour PT session. Maybe that's the, the best way of describing that without going around the houses too much. Yeah, incredible, mate. Is there anything else from a coaching perspective uh, that you think has had a huge impact in terms of principles that's now allowed you to develop? Yeah, I think the, the last one for me is, and um, this this was something actually written in the book that you, you initially sent out in the welcome pack, and it's finding the bright spots and it's helping them find the bright spots so 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 often like say initially they may be focused on that knee-jerk result of i want to lose a stone well that's great but they haven't lost a, a pound in a week and the panicking well, i'm saying well actually look you've had a fantastic day at work you've you're getting on with your kids great you're in a good headspace you've looked after your food you've shown up for you and a number on the scales doesn't necessarily reflect that and and once they realize that and once they actually find the positives they will outweigh any negative because again they understand that they're they're here for the the long game they're here for the longevity this is something for life this isn't just a a one-hour pt session a quick fix a a 90-day result this is for life and if they can keep pursuing that then ultimately they are going to live a life full of optimism positivity the motivation and and discipline and consistency stays rather than this all or nothing approach which so often you see mate incredible team i'd love to know biggest takeaway from the uh from from the coach component Uh, dude, I think absolutely, absolutely mega. And I still remember even like the first kind of strategy tool that we now had um, with regards to like you really just starting to shift and think about how can I now really just start to connect with my people on an even higher level? Because before, um, if I remember correctly, again, even based upon what you were just speaking about, it's like it was so transactional. Um, it was just literally like one in, one out. How do I now basically take them through the sets and the reps, completely beat them, and then off the back of that, just allow them to take a step away. And I think uh, 
every coaching container now needs a plyo box is basically my biggest <laughs> my biggest exactly. is my biggest takeaway <laughs> everybody you know we're no longer the plyo box is no longer taking shins or burpee or burpee box <laughs> uh it's now it's now it's now the uh it's now the connection it's now the connection uh connection piece uh that brings absolutely everything together not about the session about the connection uh yeah so good liam is a legend biggest takeaway yep any any others or anything else that kind of just really aligns you the importance of just being a human yeah that's it be a human first coach second and one big thing that we're trying to really develop and build inside the high performance coach is actually what even is coaching? What does coaching even mean? What does coaching even look like? What even is being a good coach? Uh, because these are like things we don't get taught. And we so often just believe that it's just transactional. Uh, we so often just now believe that it sets reps, uh, resources, uh, and getting somebody a result. And there's so much more to that, dude. And I think everything you've just alluded to there just kind of epitomizes in our mind what it means to be um a coach uh which is again a credit to you buddy and uh the capacity for you to be able to like take on uh the information have the courage to be able to trust yourself and go into kind of like that domain and realize that they can and now be there is now a different way uh which is mate, awesome okay uh business wise mate talk to us i realized it's not about the money it's it's there's no not not one number you could give me that would put a feeling on how i felt then and wanted to feel you know going into this and how I now feel so it's it's becoming valuable and, and the money's just gone on the back burner I know it will come like I said March has been quite a hard month in terms of client churn for the first time in a while and it has hit me but if this would have happened maybe well this time last year I would have bricked it I would have thought well you know that's that's a lot of money you know what you're going to do about your bills and and how you're going to pay for you know I've got a wedding in August. We've got our forever forever home that we wanted to move into in um, before Christmas. Sometime in between that, we'll probably try for kids. So if you was telling me that you're going to lose five clients this month, I'd be like, oh my God, what, what is going to happen? Well, that was last week. I've dusted myself off and we brought two new people through the door and it's just a case of just rocking up and keep showing up. And yesterday was yesterday and today is today. And if I keep trusting my own process, then it will come. The, the money will come. But like I say, it's not, it's not a driving force for me. And at one point, it, it really, really was. Mate, if somebody, if somebody could just listen to the last kind of two minutes of what you've been able to communicate <laughs> and convey uh, and the courage to be completely open, honest and transparent around um, the challenges that you've now had um, and the mechanisms that you've then used and now for you to be able to like own it rather than it now owning you. Um, and then for you to now be able to have the power to step into and share what you've just shared, mate. I think is exactly why you're in this room and exactly why you're uh, on this call. And uh, mate, that's uh, incredible. Mate, point point number two, dude, let's, let's continue <laughs> this on before I end up asking you another question and we end up here um, as much as I, I absolutely could do that. I can, I can waffle on. Um, the, the mate, thing you're, was... you're, mate, you're <laughs> absolute mate. This is honestly, I, I'll quickly pour it. Like this is one of the most like fulfilling, uh, emotionally connecting, um, calls that I personally have ever done in 13 years of coaching, um, mate, which is, which is a credit to you. So dude, yeah, like well, absolutely, absolutely amazing. Look, it's a, it's a credit to you guys and, and everyone in this call, isn't it? Of course it is that, you know, that's the belief that you've instilled in me, but point number two is honing in on your niche. And I never had a niche before. Um, I didn't know what it was, but when we obviously jumped on the strategy call, it was where are your results coming from? And, it was it was confidence. It was people felt more confident in in going to the gym and wearing the clothes that they maybe 
didn't want to wear before and things like that. And again, when you when you actually said about the confidence project, it was funny because I was like, yeah, I like it, but can I do it? And I did doubt myself and I thought, well, how can I offer the confidence project if I'm not maybe confident in myself? So I think you sort of dangling that carrot, I knew that I had to grab it and it was in a case of everyone else followed and, and I've learned to grow through it. So initially, when I had the chat about transitioning, from Liam Trail's personal training to the confidence project, I had no idea how it looked. And I was quite honest with clients, I said, look, I'm just rebranding. Trust me, um, I'm sure it's going to go one way. And and it, it's gone the right way, thankfully. It's gone the way and people have leaned into it and and they need to, they've learned to become them, like I say, more vulnerable, but then in turn more confident across all areas of the life because we have gone from general PT into the confidence project and it's, we are one, we are harmonious, we are a unit, we are together. So find, me finding my niche has opened the door for myself and so many others. Do you feel as though that when you first stepped into that, it sounded as though you almost felt like an imposter, that you almost weren't worthy of that kind of brand and uh, being able to kind of like own that? Yeah, 100%, because I would always describe myself as like, not necessarily an introvert, but maybe an extroverted. Introvert, is that the right word, where you, where you feel comfortable and confident with other people people that you know but not necessarily you don't know so for someone new coming into the confidence project I, I know initially we unveiled it in June and I said look you know coming for three months and I had a couple of clients leave after three months because I don't think they bought into the process but it's because I don't think I bought into it much either and it's only let's call it summertime onwards last year that it's become more crystal clear and around that time I actually had to fire my first client up if that's what you want to call it you know to get rid of him it was a, a bad egg and and in in me having the confidence to do that and get rid of this person almost brought everyone together it was like you know there's there's no toxicity there anymore and, and it was just a case of we are one we're a family and, and this is what we stand for so yeah I felt as the months and weeks and days went on I felt more confident in myself I then felt more confident in the confidence project so when people now come in I almost say, look, this may or may not be for you, but if it is, I want you in. I want you to lean into the process and, and be authentic and trust us. We are one. We are a unit. And and in turn, you'll get the very best returns, those that stand on the fence or shy away from it or don't lean in or don't put the hand up and ask for help. And, and then they're going to be the ones that maybe don't progress as far. Incredible. So good. Point number three, my friend. Um, again, I feel like I've said it before, but it's it's not about me. It's about you, and and that's what I want to say to the clients. It's I know that's probably maybe more coaching, but it's very much an us sort of thing. It's not about me. It's not about Liam Swell's personal trend. It's not about getting clients to channel their inner David Goggins. It's about what is it they need. What is it you want? Why are you here? Not this is what I want you to do. Um, and. In turn, clients have clients have progressed so much more. That's that's actually where the results have come from by them and us coming up with our goals, not me saying, right, you should be doing this because it didn't get anywhere, really. Okay, they might have felt a little bit confident in themselves, but in reality, the, the results just weren't there. Whereas now, every single person has a different result. It's it's not scale-oriented. It's not um, fixed on anything specific. It's... What do you want? So we've got a client who's coming and she has she has no confidence in herself and she wants to walk Ben Nevis. So we're going to walk Ben Nevis later this year together. We've got clients who can't go to the gym by themselves. 
So I go to the gym with them. I don't just like, right, go on, go do it. Sort of thing. It's look, I will go with you. I will meet you on a Sunday afternoon and we'll go to the gym together. And this is how this works and things like that. And it's it's me just leaning into them and them leaning into me and like I say, becoming one has really transformed the business side of things. It's 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 been a complete rebrand, a complete shift. Um and in turn that's just helped us all so so much. How do you believe that's helped you with your messaging and your ability to now be able to communicate on social media and, and create content? Because I know who I'm talking to. I know what I'm putting out. I think over so many obviously years, I, I was just thinking, what can I, what do I post? What do I think about? How can I, What what's the latest trend I can jump on? Oh, you should be eating this much protein. You should drink so much water. These are five chest exercises. Nobody gives a shit. Like, and that's what I realized. No one cares how much I can bench press. No one cares. All these things, really, it, it was quite self centered and quite trying to, how you say it, put a square peg in a round hole almost. In reality, I know exactly who I'm talking to. I'm talking to my clients. So if I'm struggling for a, a social media post, I'll think, oh, well, Lucy's told me her problem today. I'm willing to bet five other people are feeling like that. And there's them five people liking it. And so social media, I've got a really nice, um, sort of theme to it you know i know it, i've got my sort of schedule through um obviously our, our new um high performance system that's been put in place and i've sort of used that and i've sort of said right well this week i'm going to do three posts this week and then i'm, I'm going to do a client shout out and but i know exactly what i'm talking who i'm talking to and what i'm trying to say um which is it's just helped massively because that's i think that's quite a big stress and yes i'm predominantly a personal trainer as opposed to like an online coach so I don't think it's as important for me personally. You know, obviously, for a lot of people who are doing online coaching, obviously trying to reach a wider audience. Whereas for me, like I know exactly who I'm talking to. I know exactly what kind of client I'm looking for, and and who needs who needs this message. So I, I just know what to put out there, just without really putting too much thought into it. I don't have to panic about it, and that's a lot of bandwidth that's helps me massively. Mate, amazing. Out of curiosity, what do you believe um, has, like, of, uh, out of curiosity, what was your perception of what business meant before? And what uh, do you now believe, like, business is? And what's the kind of shift that you now have, you've had with that in terms of the resistance? Um, I, I think it's, um, I think initially I thought business was money. I used to think, you know, this entrepreneurial side of things and it's just making as much money as you can and not necessarily not necessarily having a brand is maybe the best way of looking at this and and how can I phrase it? Just like I said that there's I just wanted as much money as possible and, and I didn't really mind how that looked. Whereas now my business is me. So maybe I didn't really know what it was before, but I've discovered it. Is maybe how I can describe that and there's no right or wrong. And I felt like I, in the past, there was maybe a lot of hoops to jump through. Whereas in reality, it can be whatever I want it to be and whatever I need it to be, really. So it's it's me and my brand. And, and in turn, that is the confidence project. And what that means to me, it doesn't mean money or anything. It means It means confidence. It means working with people who I want to work with. It means having something that Yes, people can buy into, but I'm passionate about this. is my project. This is this is what I'm working on, and and yeah. So, I think I didn't really know what business was in the past. Like I said, I'll just affiliate it with money and doing these sorts of things. And now, to give you an answer, my business is it's me. It sounds as though that you didn't know um, what business was because you didn't know who you were 
and then gone back to the person side of things that now you found who you are, what you stand for. You've been able to inherently trust yourself. You've now been able to like operate from those kind of like behaviors and step into that identity. You've then actually allowed yourself that capacity and that opportunity. Whereas before, because we didn't necessarily allow ourselves the opportunity to really step into, well, who am I and how can I now own myself or my story? It was almost like, well, I actually didn't really know what business was, which is why then there was that external monetary and the, the you know, the kind of carrot continues just to get further away. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And, and every single, you know, business athlete coach they are the icing on the cake and the cake is me as a person it is it is me as who who am i how can i give my best across all these areas if i can't look after myself if i can't accept me for me if i can't do the things that i want to do it's my life i only get one life how am i going to live it and so i may as well live it as best as i possibly can do and do the things that inspire me and that i enjoy doing and again that doesn't then have to be a certain thing there's I don't have to tick anyone else's boxes. I have to tick my own. I have to look after my own things. And and in turn, the rest follows. So my biggest bit of advice to, to any client or to, to, to anyone, really, it's, you know, look after yourself, you know, be a little bit more selfish, put yourself to the top of the pecking order because everything else then follows. You putting yourself on the back burner or to the bottom of the priority list isn't doing anyone any favours, especially you. What does it mean to you being a high-performance coach? A lot, a lot of things. It, it means a lot of things, but it's, again, the first part I made was learning to love me and it's me being my best self, which is a very blanket statement, but it's because I can't pinpoint one thing. Yes, I have to show up, but it doesn't have to be perfect. I have to give my best to clients. I have to look after the business aspect of things. I have to push myself in the gym in order to run this marathon that I've got booked in May. I have to do all these things, but that all stems down to me being the best me. So to to me, being a high-performance coach is learning to be my most authentic self. And how does it feel being a part of this room where you feel like you belong? Incredible. There's no superlative that can, that can describe how I currently feel coming into this or how I've felt as the years have gone on. And it was it was just amazing. I always think back to the Lake District, you know, it was last year at, at Lee's Gym that, you know, just a mini meetup and I was breaking it and I drove three hours there and I thought, oh my God, there's going to be some beasts here. I'm going, to, I'm going to be absolutely dwarfed and I'm a small fish in a big pond. And it was just the best day of my life, honestly. I was just like, oh my God, this is just incredible and these people are so good to be around and and, you know, that was only like a, a small snippet of it, really. And then obviously we did Glasgow and then everything in between that, everything that's on the Facebook group, obviously our turbo chat, the support I get, it, it's just, it's life changing. And, and that's the only way I can describe the high performance coach. It's life changing and it's exactly what I needed at the right time. What's next for Liam Wales? It's, it's me working towards my, my rich life. It's me trying to live my very best life and I'm on track to do that. So I would like to branch more into the online coaching realm. I think that's got legs for me. I think it's now something I can look at. So this tree that didn't have many branches now has many. We now have the conference project. We have started doing a podcast with, I've actually got, funnily enough, my first Zoom meeting that I'm hosting. And obviously when the pipeline for this month came out, I was like, oh, what a funny, what a funny day that is because I've got my very first meeting tonight that I'm hosting. And so we're going to call that the confidence call. And again, that will provide a very similar 
um, safe haven for people to have a, cho- a talk about and we can we can shoot the shit and all that sort of stuff. Obviously, like I said, I'm getting married in August. We, we've no doubt kids next, you know, and then we're going to move into our forever home. Um, and the gym I actually work out of, it's actually my mum's double garage that we've reconverted and we are moving into that house. So dare I say at the end of this year, I'll be set for life and we've, we've just got to keep then building and plugging away so the confidence project can only grow. And and yeah, I think it's just, just keep doing what I'm doing, really. If this was one year in the HPC, then I can't wait to think what another year brings. Mate, absolutely phenomenal. What is the one thing that you would like to leave everybody with? Oh, <laughs> um, be more selfish, not selfless. So often people will give to others and put themselves on the back burner, the bottom of the priority list, like I say. But if you can look after you, you are the most important thing in your life. And that's not a selfish way of looking at it. It's you looking after everything that matters to you then everything else will follow. And, and I mean everything, but you've got to put yourself to the very top. And and most importantly, enjoy the process and don't be focused on the product. Enjoy the process. Enjoy your life. Do the things that you want to do. Do it with a smile on your face and the rest will come. Dude, <laughs> what a fucking human being you are. Uh, what a conversation. And uh, mate, I think it's safe to say that uh, you make the high performance coach a better place. Um, and again, that's the big thing that we always say is like with every single individual, like how can we now leave this in a better place than what we found it and make for you uh, to come onto this call, talk so openly with so much confidence, certainty, clarity and courage um, in comparison to I'll use your what you said, the boy that I spoke to a year ago, two years ago, uh, mate is nothing other than an absolute credit to you um you inspire me to be better i know that you inspire the team to be better um and uh mate we stand on the shoulders we stand on your shoulders quite often um and i believe that um every single coach regardless if you're in the high performance coach or not needs to actually listen to uh this success session in some way shape or form because uh mate, i think it's so wholesome i think it's so aligned and i think it fundamentally makes the fitness industry society and people uh better and that uh, mate that's an absolute credit to you and the work that you've now done on yourself mate and uh now knowing that you are uh, being the best that you can be which is obviously then inspiring and connecting and allowing other people to have the platform to do exactly that so uh mate um obviously just on behalf of myself and uh, obviously the team we obviously want to say a massive thank you the amount of love and appreciation that we have for you um is incredible um we had a call a couple of weeks ago mate and it was weird because our call that we had although it's just a catch-up also made me incredibly emotional um, I don't get emotional that often, but mate, just um, looking at, I think just seeing your evolution and seeing that the seeing the peace and the calm that you now have within yourself um, just fills me with so much um, joy uh, and gratitude, not because of like us, but because of, of you and who you are and the impact that you're now having, um, which is absolutely phenomenal. So mate, I just obviously want to say a massive thank you um, from like us to you uh, for obviously giving up your time and being so open and being so honest. And uh, mate, I'm so excited for what's to come for the Confidence King moving forward. Well, I've got to just say th- thank you so much. I-, I sound like a broken record all year. Every time I speak to one of you, I can't thank you enough. I can't thank the team enough for allowing me to become who I've become and, and what I've done could not do it without you all um, and I, I genuinely mean that I haven't even met half the people and I just I just know that you're all legends because this is just the place to be and I, and I can't thank obviously yourself Joe for, for everything you've done for me from day one you have 
sincerely, genuinely, hand on heart, changed my life um, to a to a place where I never ever thought it could go, and it's it's a little bit surreal, really. I'm almost living the dream. Which how how many people can say that? Yes, mate. Amazing. I think, uh, mate, for me, I play a small part. I think the team have such an integral part of that, and we are, we are we are as one. Most importantly, so, uh, mate, my Friday's complete. Um, I'm mate. That's it. I'm done. I'm done, mate. I'm done. Finished for the day. That's me. I'm literally. I'm signing <laughs> off, mate. Maybe even for maybe even for the next week. I'm done, mate. We've come. We've complete. We've com- We've completed it. Um, incredible. Uh, for those of you that are obviously still on, I just want to say a massive thank you to obviously you uh, for obviously giving up your time on a Friday and for those that are catching up on the replay. Um, if you found this beneficial, insightful, um, and or has just allowed you to kind of connect in any way, shape or form, I know exactly what it's like when you put yourself um, on the table um, and you put yourself out there. I would absolutely love for you to drop Liam a message uh, with your biggest takeaway or the one thing that has allowed you to actually um, like resonate um and or step into what it may potentially be something you'd feared previously um because i know just obviously how beneficial that will obviously be um yeah in doing so and fundamentally like we are only as good as one another uh, and the better that you are the better everybody else becomes and this is now like the selfless but selfish endeavor that we now continue to have inside the high performance coach so liam dude thank you so much team thank you so much massive appreciation and so much love to you have an incredible Friday, whatever you're up to. Uh, I'm going for a lie down uh, off the back off the back of that. And uh, Liam, yeah, dude, thank you so much. And we appreciate you, my good friend. Thanks a million. It means the world, honestly. Yeah, it really, really does. Bye, buddy. Bye, team. Love you all.